Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 7 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother, Sean. How are we doing? I'm doing fantastic. I'm all hyper. We came from a crazy 8-year-old's basketball game. That was intense. Which, if you're listening to this and you don't have kids yet, you think 8-year-old basketball game, you guys are insane for thinking that's exciting, but... Man, went into overtime. I must say, my Noah scored eight points. I think he was the leading scorer for the game. Um, they didn't score any points in the second half, which was kind of frustrating. So it was a tie game, 21 to 21. Uh, they did a two-minute overtime, and that was that. But, eh, is what it is. Um, man, we had a crazy weekend. Uh, we sure did. Went to a fun little concert down in uh, Mississippi at the casino. Cold Tunica. Strike. Tunica. If you've never heard of Tunica, it's like – Las Vegas, but not really. But the Vegas, Memphis is South. Vegas. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we saw OAR of a revolution uh, with opening act the Hunts, who, who were awesome. Were very good. We were going to um, skip them completely, and then they were they yeah, were awesome. I'm glad we caught them. They're uh, seven brothers and sisters, and they seven. just played the crap out of every instrument. I mean, there was banjos, <laughs> guitars, kitchen um, chairs. There was a kitchen chair, drums, piano. Um, the little guitar. And their mom was working the merch table, which was awesome. Yep. Mama they had a Hunt. piano. Did you say piano? Piano was there. Okay. Yep. Yeah. But they were fantastic. So yeah. OER was um, really good. What What did you think? That's the first time you saw them. That was my first time seeing them. Yeah. They were, um, I mean, they were, they were great. It was pretty much what I was expecting. Um, very kind of had a Dave Matthews vibe, all the little just breaking out into the different jams and stuff. But, Really great show. Uh, would definitely see them again. So very fun. You can't see OAR and not be in a good mood, right? Especially some of those songs. Um, but yeah, we had a blast. Uh, so the other thing I want to talk about before we get into everything. So earlier today, uh, I was listening to Kind of Funny Games Cast episode fifty five. I don't even know what they're on, but the first part of it today, and they were talking about some stuff. We actually talked about last week the NX rumors and everything. That was what our whole episode was about. They took another spin on it. So you know how we talked about how one of the rumors is that this, whatever the NX is, is going to connect supposedly with possibly Xbox, PC, PlayStation 4. We were saying maybe it's cross-play, online stuff, something like that. Right. So Colin and Greg said, but what if it's this? And this is going to blow your mind. What if, so the other rumor was that the portable console is coming out later this year. Home console will be next year. Yep. If that's true, that's dumb. Unless they're doing this. Portable console comes out, and there's like an NX app. So you can, if you're on Wi-Fi with your little NX portable, you can play all your games and all this stuff that you've downloaded to the NX app on your PlayStation 4 or your Xbox One or your PC. Oh, my God. Just Wait, like playing PlayStation, Xbox games? Yeah, because what, what they've talked about, and this is what Colin's been saying forever, is Nintendo just needs to get into just being a software publisher. What if that really is what they're doing? What if the console portable hybrid is it works with the PlayStation and the Xbox and the PC, but you can also play your games on the go with the NX? And then maybe a year from now, they do put out an NX console. For people that don't have a PlayStation or an Xbox or something like that. What if it's that? What if I don't even need to buy this portable NX, whatever it's called, and I can play 
Mario NX, you know, Super Mario 64 2 or Mario Galaxy 3, whatever they come up with on my PS4 with the best controller ever made, the DualShock 4. Wait, so you're saying you can, I mean, the rumor is that you can play, now it sounds like you're saying the opposite of what I thought, unless you're saying both, that you can play PS4 games on the NX Portable? No, no, no. You could only, okay. on the NX Other Portable, way you could just play the N- the Nintendo games, but then you would use an NX app that you would download onto your PlayStation to play Ninten- the Nintendo games and have access to whatever the streaming yeah, but catalog what's in it is for or something like that. Sony and Xbox to what, allow that. Well, what? What Colin was saying, what they would do, what they would be if they were smart, would be Xbox saying it's exclusive to us and Windows. You can play Nintendo on the Xbox. Hmm. What's in it for them? You get more console sales. You get people that are on the fence, maybe, or if they're just, if they're on the fence between PS4 and Xbox, now you say that Xbox could, could play Nintendo games. Scales. Holy crap. I'm getting an Xbox One as soon as they announce that. You know what I mean? Right. So I don't know. What were your thoughts? I don't really think that's going to happen. That is like, that Over seems, the moon dream, but... I mean, we just talked for an hour last week about how innovative Nintendo was, and that would certainly be innovative. It would be innovative, but, to say the least. Uh, I don't know. I don't see them I'm, I'm doing that. Yeah. Uh, Kevin's already uh, one glass of whiskey so, down. So we can transition right there, but I think I don't think that's going to happen. If it does... Game changer of all game changers yeah. of all time. That then you can throw out the rest of their innovations. Everything we talked about last week, this blows everything out the water. But that would be huge. But I don't know. I don't see it happening. But who I don't knows? Either. But it's fun when I th- when I heard them talk about that. I was like, I want to bring this up to Sean. I'm going to wait till we're recording. Uh, we're recording here on Monday night. I don't know what February first. February first. Yeah, we've made it to February. Yep. <laughs> hey, we've we've been podcasting now in three. This is months. our third month yeah, and our amazing. second year. Wow. Mind blown. Time flies. Mind so uh, as long as you started talking about it, what are you drinking over there? I've I finally tried. I've been hearing so much about bullet bourbon that, you know, if you don't want to go pay for for pappies or any of these other super expensive um, bourbons, that, that bullet is really good. And like Sean said, I'm our, I just filled up my second uh, tumbler here of it. Not filled up. I'm not that crazy, but um, poured my second tumbler and it is smooth. It is so smooth. Better than Woodford, I can already say. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Woodford. We'll still take your sponsorship if, if you want to give it to us. But uh, yeah, I am a, I'm a big fan already of Bullet. Uh, you got Old Reliable over there, I see. Yeah, this is my second time drinking uh, my Wild Turkey American Honey. Not a whole lot left in the bottle, so probably go ahead and polish this off tonight and then maybe pour me a little of this uh, Bullet you got here. Those turkeys are crazy. They are some wild-ass turkeys. <laughs> Wild oh, butt turkeys. God. Wild booty turkeys. Oh, man. Wait, so if I may. Yes, you may. Um, <clears throat> breaking news before we get into video games. Um, if there are any Taco Bell fans out there. What, well, what are you about to say? Taco Bell has this secret item coming. Don't know what it is. They're touting it as their biggest idea ever. You can pre-order it. Without right knowing now, what it is. Sight unseen for two ninety nine, limit five per customer. When? Uh, pre-order it now. I don't know when you have to do it by, but if you pre-order release? it, you can taste it on Saturday, February 6th, which is two That's days before it is uh, released to so you can beta test the rest of the people. <laughs> Taco Bell's new something. Yes. Is there any clues? Um, not unless there's something going over my head. Um, doesn't look like it, but... 
It says, trust us. Pre-order now, sight unseen. You'll get to taste it Saturday, February 6th. Um, watch for an email that day to complete your order. Pick up your order at Taco Bell between 2 and 4. So, I don't know about you, but I plan on doing this. I, uh, I am all about Monday Taco Bell. As, as much as that kills my stomach every single time. Um, yeah, I'll be there. I don't know that I'm going to pre-order it. This I, is I can't believe we're talking about pre-ordering Taco Bell. I, I never thought the day would come, but I, I'm all about this. So, this is going to happen. Uh, no, I was thinking Nick Scarpino, one of the kind of funny guys, would have tweeted about this already. He has not, which is surprising because he is a Taco Bell king. Um, let's see if Tim Geddes has tweeted about it. Also from kind of funny. Uh, let's see. Tim tweets. Uh, nope. A puppy. Last thing he tweeted, a puppy ripped up their <laughs> their certificate for graduating from puppy obedience school. So that's that's pretty funny. That's ironic. So uh, what have you been playing, buddy? Um, well, the reason we're here today is to talk about Peace Walker. Um, so needless to say, I have been playing that, finished, uh, finally beat it. Um, I also beat, I don't think we talked about this last week. I must have beaten it earlier this week, but I uh, finally beat um, Symphony? Symphony of the Night. Really? Through the uh, un- the upside down castle and everything, yeah. Upside down castle goes so much quicker because oh, okay. it's literally it's the same everything. thing, right? You already have all the items and stuff you need to explore the new areas, and awesome. enemies are much more difficult. But other than that, you can really fly right through it. Um, since there's really two games, full absolute completion of that game is two hundred percent. Right, I'm at like a hundred and eighty something, so most Damn. of the way there. I don't really know what I'm missing. Can you keep playing after, after you beat it? I think it would just. I think you reload. You just load back your to save your, and try yeah. to backtrack. Okay. Right. So we'll, we'll talk about maybe that I'll next that week someday. when we talk about Super Metroid. My thoughts on that. But um, yeah, um, yeah. I never got more than like an hour into that game. It's a great game. It's. It. I just. I don't know. I didn't know where I was going. I was trying to play it without a guide. I but like now that you've played Super well, Metroid, yeah. I think now you'll... But I don't like using a little knife, my little sword thing. Like when I play Castlevania... It helps to have a gun, which you can't have in that game, but I'm saying that's that's oh. part of what made Metroid right. a lot... Right. More... I wouldn't say easier, Accessible. But, yeah. No, definitely easier. I would say more accessible. Yeah. But I mean, I when I when I think Castlevania, I think whip. Always. That's the other thing. You don't even get a whip. You get swords and knives. And right. I think there's a way... That you can play as Richter. He's in the game. He's a character. Yeah. But supposedly there's a way you can unlock him. I keep so maybe wanting, I will look into that. And, you know, you can download... I don't know what the name of it is, but it's like a PS1 classic. It's got Rondo of Blood, which is... It was Japanese only. They redid it. Oh, it's like the Dracula Chronicle. Castlevania Dra- Dracula Chronicles or something. Okay. And it's Rondo of Blood, which was this great game that I can't remember what system it came out on. It was Japan only. They redid it for PlayStation 1 with some updated 2.5D graphics and stuff like that. It looks really good, so that's just where my mind went from there. But Interesting. Eventually, I think I'll probably get to it, but we'll we'll see. Uh, so I... Yeah, what have like, you been playing? I beat Super Metroid. Uh, we'll talk about that next week. I see what I've been missing out on. I'll say that. Yeah? And we'll, we'll save that's the what rest I of it to hear. for next week. But that game, I love that game. Definitely and a classic. There's a couple moments. We'll get into it next week, but man, there's a couple moments toward the end of the game where I was yelling, no, at the screen. I could not believe that 22 years after it came out, but yeah, we'll get into that. Actually, 
The other thing I've been playing, I just fired it up again last night. I said I was going to walk away for a while, and then it snake pulled me right back. Um, Metal Gear. I've still got. I've only got one, one more. No, I did all the side. Well, here's my question, because mm-hmm. all I've got left technically that I have not done for the side ops are the stupid target practice things. Yep. But I've got all these side ops that are highlighted, even though I've done them. Yep. Do I have to play them again to get 100% side ops or no? No. Okay. I don't know why they're highlighted. That always annoyed me, and yeah. I was like, I don't know if I'm if I'm close to beating all the side ups or not, because it was just it was just confusing. So. Right. I think once all the boxes are checked, you're done. Okay. Then I'll just look up YouTube videos and just get the targets done. There's the one you will need a YouTube video for. Um, there's another one that was kind of tricky. There's always one that I was missing, one or two targets. Yeah. But I eventually I beat that without YouTube. But it was okay. a little tricky. But the one. I'm well, assuming you haven't done it yet. No. There's one you will definitely need I know I looked for. it up online. It was like, uh, you have to have a, a video just to know where they are. But Right. I did. I unlocked the gold trophy. I was very, like we've said before, we're not really trophy hunters. But I did no. get the, I got the gold trophy for the develop 300 items. I finally hit that. I've just been developing a bunch of, cr- bunch of crap. Yeah. And the, the cool thing, I don't know if you've realized this, when you get that far into the game and you've got all these resources, just sell them. See, I don't have a lot I, I of resources. I had like 20 million GMP. There were times where I would just run out of... Um, really? The fuel, probably? No, no. Um, the, stu- metal, the, the plants and stuff that you need to make like the... Just to go out. The trank yeah. ammo. The, the rounds, would, yeah. Yeah. I never had that happen, but one of the guys I follow on Twitter said he that finally happened to him, and I was like, damn, I guess I maybe should just not run past all these plants. I, I did that for the longest time, and yeah. I haven't played it in a while now, but... Towards the end, I was after that happened. I was making it a habit to pick them up just, whenever I came yeah, across. If them, the circle pops up, and get them. Um, what you can do, which I didn't realize until I looked this up online, you can choose to play as one of your characters that's got the yeah. botany special or whatever. Oh, okay. Right. And then everything you pick up, you get two and a half times the amount or something. So yeah, if you are the right area, you can. If you're looking for one particular plant, you can restock pretty quickly. So I do have to say it's so tempting because now I've gotten seventy five percent of the trophies. The only things I've got left, so I've got to finish the side ops, yep. finish the missions, which I've got three left. I did the... Uh, what, what in-game percentage are you at? 74, I think. Okay. I've got... So I just did the extreme code talker, which was really easy if you just take a tank and you drive past the uh, skull snipers. So you don't even have to fight them. If you don't fight them, uh, once you get code talker, everybody is just the, the wandering puppets. So you can just run past everybody with him. It makes it so much. That's easier. what I, I didn't do. The tank, I just you snuck past. I just snuck past okay. him, and yeah, they were all still, uh, yeah, puppets when I came out. So that was that was a, a sight to see because I was dreading getting. I had back forgotten out of there. that. I, I knew I had read that at some point that that's what happens. But when I actually got out with Co Talker and they're just wandering around, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. That's why you're supposed to sneak past the skulls if you can. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kojima's so stupid. Every time I fight those female skulls, I'm like. I love you, Kojima, but you're such a 12-year-old boy. Like, when they come into view and they just zoom in right here. <laughs> and then they go around the back and they zoom in. I'm like, Kojima, God, yeah. I love you, but you're you're a 12-year-old boy. Yeah. All right. All right, so on to the news of the week. Most important. We're going to get a, a sound over it. We'll get a sound, sound bite at some point. But uh, So first item on here, as with every month, the uh, Games with Gold, if you've got the X-Bone, got announced, as well as the uh, PS Plus free games. For February were announced, which I'm actually really excited for PS4. We'll get that. What do we got here in a second? So, games of gold. I I don't really care. I've never heard of three of these four games. I've never heard of. So the Xbox One, 
Hand of Fate is free. Nope. Sticks, Master of Shadows is free. Nope. No friggin' clue. Xbox 360, Sacred Citadel. Nope, nope, don't know. Sorry if you're a fan of these games. Don't unsubscribe. We're just, we're, we don't play Xbox. Uh, Gears of War 2 is free. I'm sure everybody oh, wow. has played that by now. By now, probably. If yeah. you haven't, then yeah. Uh, Now's your chance. It's free. PlayStation, I'm excited for. And if you saw, if you follow us on Twitter a couple of days ago, you would have seen this. But the big one, Helldivers, is free for PS4, PS3, and PS Vita. So Helldivers, if you're not familiar with this game, it's a top-down competitor, top-down multiplayer shooter. Think of like Contra Three, the overhead levels. Yep. With super new graphics. So you fight together on this alien planet. You're doing all this stuff. However, you can set up turrets to get the aliens and all this stuff. However, you can get hit by friendly fire, so you don't want to walk Ugh. in front of your turret and stuff like that. But super difficult, but super fun also. We're both going to download this and play it together because um, it's going to be it's can a you lot play of fun. online? Yes. Multiplayer? Yep. Remember when we tried playing uh, Streets of Rage and there was essentially friendly fire, friendly attacking and that? And how annoying that was. If we ever get into doing Let's Plays, that would be a great one to do. If we could go back in time. Streets of Rage 3. It was Streets of Rage 3. Because we're like, let's play the difficult one. The one that's not as good. And we're just... You kept kicking me in the head. No, but I, the, I thought that happened in two, stuff. right? I mean, was it I two? Think it was, I think it was both of them. Two? Two? I think it happened in both, but I'm just remembering three. Why did Axel... Why did Oh, you Axel... could do it in both. Because remember, you kept grabbing me in two, and I f- said, oh, you can finally you do the little kick, in, yeah, kick toss kick. thing, but that wasn't <laughs> until three. That was three. Two, yeah. we just kept kick, kick, kick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Streets of Rage was great. I, I'll say Streets of Rage 2 is better than... Well, I said that last week, I think. Or the, the Genesis episode. We talked about, right? Streets of Rage 2 is better than any Final Fight game. Uh, I think that was the Genesis episode, but... That's what I'm saying, yeah, the Genesis. Sega fandom. I'd like to agree. I never... I played Streets of Rage so much more than Final Fight that... Yeah. I don't know that the first Streets of Rage is better, but Streets of Rage 2... definitely not. Streets of Rage 2... If you put Streets of Rage 2 against whatever's considered to be the best Final Final Fight Fight game... I'd say probably Final Fight 2. Yeah. I think Streets of Rage is better. It would... That'd be a toss-up. I'd have to go back and play some Final Fight again. So also free Grid Autosport for the PS3 if you're into racing... Lemmings Touch for the Vita. You know, I don't think I've really ever played a Lemmings game. Oh, it's fun. Yeah. But I like those stupid puzzle right. games. Uh, Nom Nom Galaxy for the PS4 looks completely stupid and fun. Uh, Nova 111 for the Vita. And Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. Everybody loves these Persona games. I've never been into JRPGs, um, especially about high school kids, so I don't really understand the obsession. But Persona 5 is coming out next year. or this No, it's this year now. If you guys are excited about that, good for you. If you haven't played Persona 4 Arena Ultimax, whatever that is, um, it's free. Probably when you're listening to this, because we're probably going to post this on Tuesday. So, right after, this was literally right after, uh, I've always wanted to say this, right after we went off the air last week, uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trailer was official, well, the game was officially announced and the trailer was shown. And my God, it looks amazing. I love the art style. It's kind of like a mix between the comics and the Ninja Turtles that we grew up on. Bebop's in there. Rocksteady's in there. Shredder's in there. I assume Krang's in there. We didn't see Krang, did we? Uh, I don't... No, I don't think so. Don't think but so. he's got to be in there. Yeah, he's got to be in there. In the, in the suit. Coming out in the summer. The, the, so this is a... 
you can play it by yourself or you can play up to four player co-op. So mm. I'm sure we'll be playing online. Or two player co-op. Now that was amazing. Thank you. If you know the name of this podcast, that was amazing. Hopefully you do. We will be playing we will be playing two player co-op we will. in this game for sure. Maybe four player if the boys jump on at my house. Oh, I've only got two controllers. So why I have hmm, I have a second one somewhere. I don't know. We'll figure it, it out. They're, they're going to love that game just as much as we do. Uh, coming out in the summer, officially, it's beautiful. The, the funny, the thing I loved about this reveal is they call the debut trailer the official leak trailer because the game has, it, they're tongue-in-cheek because the game has leaked right all over the place before then many different times. Yeah. Um, you know, the trophies and the achievements leaked already, so I, it was just hilarious. They waited as long yeah, as they did. It was to just a matter of time. Very excited to see that. Next item, important to us here. And any uh, Metal Gear and Kojima fans, uh, Konami announced they had a really good third quarter, fiscal quarter, uh, which it really pisses me off that they're getting out of video games, it seems, other than they still say they're working on another Metal Gear, but I'll believe it when I see it. But you don't care about that anyway? Right now, I don't care about it. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Metal Gear Solid Five has shipped. Now, of course, shipped is different from sold, right. but they have shipped... Six million copies to retailers. Now, that includes digital downloads also. So if they sell through all that, it'll put it right on par with Metal Gear Solid 2, which was the highest selling, right at about six million copies. Wow. Metal Gear Solid 2 and 4 were both right around six million. Three, which I don't understand. it. I think it dipped. It was about four and a quarter million, I think, probably because everybody was pissed off about Raiden because yeah. that's obviously, to me, is the best game in the series. Well, maybe not obviously. It's mm-hmm. right there with five, but I still I put it number one. So, yeah, 6 million sales. Uh, what, what do you think about that? With all the controversy, with all the Kojima stuff, all the issues with Konami, they still sold 6 million copies. Uh, I, yeah, I think that's really a credit to Kojima and what he can do. And kind of unfortunate that it has to benefit Konami because we don't yeah. like them anymore. But good for so, Kojima. Well, we'll talk about that later, Konami and nostalgia. But... All right, so the next item I got here. So Sony has been talking about PlayStation sales, PlayStation 4 sales numbers ever since it came out because they're they're kicking ass. Sorry. They're destroying Microsoft. It's not even close. So we've known all along what PlayStation has sold. We haven't known what Xbox has sold until now. Because what happened was over, I think it was over the weekend or maybe it was late last week. I believe it was the CFO, yeah, the CFO for EA, uh, he kind of screwed up. So he said, and I quote, our estimate is 55 million units out there, which has exceeded virtually everyone's forecast for the year. And it's 50% higher than the previous console cycle. So if you just take that at face, face value, you don't think anything of it. 55 million consoles are out there. That's great. Except he's referring to this generation. 55 million. Okay? Yep. PlayStation 4 has sold 36 million. What does that mean X, the X-Bone is at? Uh, carry the one, 19 million? Yep. PS4 has almost doubled Xbox, Xbox One sales. Wow. And that... that don't, don't just think I'm a hater. Xbox One sales are still amazing. They're still better than the 360 sales were at this point in the life cycle. But it shows you how good. But the PS4, PS4 they haven't had any like they still haven't had any big exclusives come out 
Uncharted right. is two months away. Oh my God, Batman Superman comes out next month now. Holy next crap. month. Yep. You know, I'm just going to say right now, we're going to do a special episode that's not going to be video game related at all, and we're going to review that movie. All right. I don't even care, because I that is my most anticipated movie, not to get off the rails ever. here, but uh, ever. More than Jurassic World. More than Jurassic World. More, more than, than episode, episode seven. seven. Yes. Ever. Wow. And Bat, Batfleck, oh my God. He's going to be the best Batman we've ever had. All you idiots out there, including me, who hated the casting at first, I've already eaten all the crow, because I... All right. There's no crow left to be eating. There's no crow left to be eating on this plate. If there's any other haters out there who have been watching these trailers and stuff, and granted, no matter what you think about Doomsday and they show too much in the trailer or any of that, Affleck is the freaking man. And that little, that new 30-second uh, TV spot they did, did you see that? Where he's talking to there's Alfred. There's two of them. Oh. Where, well, the one where he's talking to Alfred and he says, if there's even a 1% yeah, chance yeah, yeah. that he is against us, it's up to us to destroy him. Yep. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm sold. Anyway, sorry. What were we talking about? Uh, oh, yeah. So the sales. PS4, sorry. Xbox. Uncharted still to come out. They haven't had any really big exclusives, you know? Bloodborne was a big exclusive. But again, that only sold, I think, I think it sold 2 million copies. Um, and that's really for a really segmented audience. I don't want to play that game. It's too difficult. I don't want a game that makes me want to just throw my controller. I don't want to play that. Yeah. So they've been doing this with third-party games. Now... If you pay attention to some of the marketing, you would basically, you would think that Destiny was a PS4 exclusive. Right. You would almost think Battlefront, Battlefront was a PS exclusive. So they've done a great job marketing, but now is when all the heavy hitters come out. So there you go. Uncharted in April. Horizon Zero Dawn. Hopefully this year. They still say it's coming out this year. I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, God of War is going to get announced officially at E3. I'm going to throw one of my predictions out there for E3. I've done it before. So they've still got all these these exclusives to come out and they're still almost doubling them in sales. It's amazing. So what you got anything you want to add, Sean? Um, Nothing to add. It's uh, I I would definitely believe they're outselling them by a decent margin, but two to one? No, I I never would have guessed that. That's what a lot of people thought, but now that we actually have the proof, it's just, it's amazing. And again, Xbox One is selling great, especially even compared to the 360, which Wait, is so amazing. If, why would Microsoft have not released this? Because in comparison, it's so bad? Because they're getting their Even though they're kicked. doing yeah. so much better yes, than their it doesn't previous matter. one? Previous generation doesn't matter. They're getting their butts kicked, so they're not going to say numbers. Hmm. They don't even say numbers with their games. Like, they'll say Halo had X amount of players in October, and... Titanfall had this many people logged this many hours. So how many how many copies did you sell? Right. You know? So I thought that was interesting, especially me being Sony fanboy and you two. Uh, I thought it was interesting. So, All right, one more item on the most important news of the week. I'm going to let you handle this after I uh, intro it. But So there's some Final Fantasy 15 news over the weekend. Uh, they announced Square Enix, or is it Enix or Enix? I never know. Enix. Enix. Square Enix announced a release date event hosted by our guys at Kind of Funny. Uh, Tim and Greg are going to be hosting the release date event on March 30th, I believe it is. They're going to reveal the release date, which makes me think it is actually going to come out this year. I, don't I think- can't believe they didn't uh, let us do that. How did well, those guys get the gig? We'll be there one day. Someday. Someday. So 
release date's getting announced. I don't think they would announce a whole event about the release date and not re- not release it this if year. If it wasn't this year, right. I'm just going to go out there and say I'll like mid November after Call of Duty comes out and stuff like that. I think they're going to I think that's when it's going to come out. But that's just No. I obviously I'm not an insider. I have no information, but that's what I think. They also put out some more uh some new videos yeah. of the combat and the stealth and what I've got written down here <clears throat> I look at it and I think Final Fantasy Rising Revengeance. I am, if you've been listening to us for the last six episodes here in episode seven now, you know I'm not a Final Fantasy fan at all. I've played 10, 15 minutes of Final Fantasy seven. We'll change that. So I look at this and I think, man, that looks pretty cool. Yeah. That looks like it's something I would be interested in playing. However, you've played essentially every Final Fantasy game there is. You being a Final Fantasy fan, what did you think of Final Fantasy Fifteen Rising Revengeance? Um, when I first saw the video, I was, I don't know, a little discouraged, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, by the end of the video, they had won me over, but I, as is evident from our top ten list, I think the series peaked with 7, 10, to a lesser extent, 12. Um, 12 started getting away from the old style of gameplay. However, I still liked it. Um, 13, I just thought was too linear. It just seemed like you... It was almost like an old Nintendo game where you beat one level and you're on to the next... It was you're just following the set path throughout. Didn't really care for it. Uh, Fourteen was good, but again, it kind of it it just wasn't the old games. It made me long for the old style of play. Um, I think fifteen will definitely attract some new gamers who wouldn't have normally been too uh, interested in the game, People like, like yourself. Yep. Um, so I don't know. I think, I don't think you'll ever see a true, you know, as far as current gen systems go, I don't think you'll ever see a true just turn based, you know, walk around on an overworld map and then battle scene, go to a battle screen and <clears throat> attack when your turn comes. I don't think you'll ever you see a game gone like that. For good now? I think so, um, other than any kind of, you know, retro style throwback games somebody might create. But this seems to be the way they're going, and I like the battle style. Um, seems similar to 12 and to Kingdom Hearts. Um, I didn't really care for the stealth aspects of it. Um, it's yet to be seen how much the game plays that way or if that was really just this one part where you're sneaking around uh niffelheim or wherever they were um i'm sure you'll like is that is that a world that's because i don't know how any of this connects are these characters and worlds and stuff that have been in other final fantasy it's the same universe from i think 13 okay but different characters different i think some of the well the races are the same and a lot you always have like the the Moogles and the the humans and you know the chocobos always show you know but right. different 
cities and towns, different characters. Yeah. All that will be different. Okay. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I'm sure I will buy it. I'm glad they're going back to single player, getting away from the MMORPG. I think. I don't yeah. Know. Is that I kinda, what 14 was? Yeah. 14 and 11. <clears throat> oh, okay. Um, so I don't know. I, I like it. Um, I hope they don't go too overboard with the stealth aspect of it. Um, a lot of it's going to be so open world. I mean, like most Final Fantasy games, you probably spend a lot of time just out in fields or on right. mountains. There's not going to always be boxes and walls and stuff to hide behind. So I, I don't think they could go too overboard with it, even if they wanted to. Um, so I don't know. I I have faith in them that they will they'll make a good game, and it's obviously already very much different from. 7, 10, 12 that I always uh, rave about, but I'm excited. I think it'll be good. Yeah. You know, this game's been in development for 10 years, which just absolutely blows really? my mind. They started developing this back in 06 or 07, I think it was, yeah. 12 came out in... That's what I don't get. So that's what a lot of people have said. What the hell? Like, why is Final Fantasy VII Remake going to be episodic? Like, they're talking about this is the biggest game ever made and all this stuff, but it can't fit on one disc. But Final Fantasy XV is coming out. It's going to be on one disc. Right. I don't get it. And it's been in development for 10 years. Yeah. I. That's strange. I don't yep. see how 17 or 17, 7 couldn't be done on one. Exactly. And that's what's. I think, I think it a could. Lot of people off. I think, I think they just they'll, they'll say it. it couldn't be done, but. They want to milk it. I think they want to. I don't know if they're going to sell each episode or whatever for 60 bucks, but. Yeah, I hope not. We'll see. All right. Before we get to our main topic, I have one other uh, little surprise here for you. What's that? Oh. Oh, oh sh- <laughs> Yeah, that's. A, that's. Oh, you just broke my Game Boy. No, I didn't break it. It was already nah, broken. God, this thing's smaller than I remember. What what game is in there? So, well, tell the people at home since we're not on video. Oh, uh, my Game Boy Advance. Uh, Broken at the hinge, but all the wires are intact. Yes, it works. Uh, This can be... You just need your polymer thing or whatever you're saying that Brittany has. I actually used that today on my cell phone case to attach this guy. It's held up so far. What does that do? Keep it from sliding? It's the magnet for my car mount thing. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm officially a uh, yeah. licensed Uber driver. So, so if you're in Memphis, as uh, as I give more and more rides, if I have any good stories to tell, I'll be sure to share them all with you guys out there. All right. So, what is in here? That could be that oh, could. Super Mario, Super Mario Advance Four, Super Mario Brothers Three. Okay. Mario Golf. Oh my God! Didn't even know you had it. I mean, I remember now. But okay. Still, to this day, I think Mario Golf, I'm trying to think of how many, maybe this is the one I'm thinking of. There was the Nintendo just golf. Oh, gosh. With like Mario and Luigi. Uh, That had Mario in it, yeah, which was all right. But Mario Golf, this Mario Golf, and I'm trying to think if there's one on, I think there's one on N64. I'm trying to think of where, maybe, maybe this is the version I'm thinking of, but probably the best golf game ever. In my humble opinion. Zelda. Which one is this? The Minish Cap. Always always a good one. 
Donkey Kong Country 2. Now that's one I don't remember owning. Really? I, I love the series. Is it uh, is it just a port of the Super Nintendo game? It's gotta be, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's sad that I don't remember, but um, of the three, Donkey Kong Country's two is probably the best. Okay. Um, honestly, could have been an overlook on my part. That should have probably made my honorable mentions. Honorable least. mentions, not top ten, but <clears throat> that's um, other than Mario Three, Mario World is probably platform gaming. Really. At its peak. Now, see, that's say. another one. I, I definitely played the heck out of the first one at Tim's house and maybe Randy's house. I don't remember, but two added. Two I missed out on. Two added a lot. Two is definitely better than one. Okay. Three, I still think I think it's better than one. Um, one just didn't have enough side stuff to do. Yeah, in my opinion, three. I don't know. There's no Donkey Kong or Diddy Kong, so the characters were kind of lacking. Um, they added some stuff. Wait, say that again. No Donkey Kong or Diddy Kong in Donkey Kong Two. In Donkey Kong, Kong Country Three. Okay. Two, you. Oh, are, was that is, Grandpa Kong and stuff or whatever? No. So was? one is Donkey and Diddy. Right. Two is Diddy and Dixie or Trixie, whatever her yeah, name was, and he had to save yeah. Donkey Kong. Okay. Three is Dixie or Trixie, and some fat blue wardrobe wearing oh, right, baby right, right. like when he dies he just cries and why and i think you had to save diddy kong maybe diddy what about, and where does Donkey grandpa kong? kong come in or maybe he's not till the you just the you visit him he's okay. in all of them you visit him okay. and he saves the game or tells you how to do i don't remember but he shows up in all of them gotcha all right what else you got Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Now, is that, that's an RPG, right? Or no? It's an RPG, yeah. it's. We talked about this a little bit with our uh, What's to Come in 2016 because there's the Mario Paper and Luigi... Jam. Yeah, Paper Jam. The Mario and Luigi meets Paper Mario game. Right. Um, definitely a good game. I think this is the first of three or four. Maybe the only one that was Game Boy Advance. The other ones may have been DS slash 3DS. Right. Um, but yeah, really fun game. It's interesting controls because you you have the A and B and then the shoulder buttons. Those shoulder buttons were hard to use. It's too. This is not big enough. Yeah, yeah. it's. Yeah. If you I could almost have baby hit, hands. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you basically control Mario and Luigi with one button each. Okay. So if you're battling. Oh, weird. You would hit you hit A to have Mario do something and B for Luigi, Luigi. or vice versa. I gotcha. If you do like the super moves like where they team up and do something, you have to hit them, you know, to the beat in the right order, like A, B, B, A to get them to do their full right. combo. So interesting gameplay style. I think I'll have to go back and play that one. And one more. And Metroid Zero Mission. Um So that is a remake of one well, I mean kind a kind it's of It's kind of a remake. I think the map is totally different. Really? Maybe not totally different, but it may be the same story. Um, but there's a whole added... I'm trying to think if you even fight Mother Brain. You must. But once you think you've beaten the game, the she gets away on down. her ship, and then the space pirates <laughs> track her down, shoot down her ship, okay. and then you crash on their planet, and you, you know, they... I don't remember exactly what happens, but they take all your stuff and you're basically just Samus, not in her Samus suit. Really? You're just 
suitless, like jumpsuit wearing, no helmet Samus with a little pistol that can stun enemies for like a second and that's it. And a lot of that is sneaking around and crawling through little passageways and high. Yeah. So, huh. I did not know. There's that. a part, yeah, towards the end where it's basically stealth until you can find your stuff and get it back. And then you start destroying all the enemies and then beat the game for good. But, cool. Um, plays just like Super Metroid. So, another one you may want well, to now, play through. Well, now, because I think they just put out, it's either Zero Mission or Fusion. I forget which. Just came out on the Wii U Virtual Console. So, I may end up downloading that and giving it a try. I'm not sure. Zero Mission <clears throat> is great. I mean, Fusion's worth playing too, but it's different you have like a a hub and then six i guess spokes that lead out to different areas and the whole it's like mission based mm-hmm. you get you have to log into these computers and you get missions and they tell you where to go you know go to sector two and look okay. for this and it's not as open they kind of tell you where to go and there's still puzzles to you know they'll tell you to get right. to sector two and look for your ice beam or something but you got to figure out oh well, i can't get by this part why can't i get by this part maybe you have to go get get the the ball or missiles or something somewhere else you can advance but it's it's weird they they tell you where to go but still worth playing i would say okay well but, i thought that was a nice uh, awesome yeah nice I'm gonna, little interlude here now the only thing i don't have is the uh the, the charging cable the charger i mean you have it somewhere i would assume so <laughs> but uh, otherwise this is all for nothing if i can't look it up I I mean if I can't find it I looked up on Amazon 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 Amazonian dot com it's a uh, five bucks so I'll just mm. order, order you another one yeah so yeah all right awesome got some so new games to, to play yeah once you get a charger yeah. all right so main topic of the week you call yourself a gamer part one let's talk about Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker so Sean had played one two three four and five. He had never played Peace Walker, so I issued the challenge to him to play and defeat Peace Walker. And you thought Peace Walker was the end; it's not the end. But uh, so let's talk about it. So I don't know. Do you want to get some overall f- thoughts before we go into my uh, my little bullet points here? We want to talk about overall um, thoughts on the game. What, what you think about it? Yeah, we may touch on some of this as we go through these talking points but we can always skip them if i've already covered them um interesting playing five and going back to playing peace walker um peace walker very much set the stage gameplay wise for five so Um, now you see why a lot of people said five is peace walker two oh absolutely yeah yeah um, mother base doing the missions you have side ops um, fultoning people growing your army developing weapons and there's probably even more similarities but um, did you say Fulton Fulton yeah yep. um, yeah it's definitely I mean as much as since I played it the opposite way if people are saying five is Peace Walker 2 I kind of look at Peace Walker as like five, five junior or something. Right. Um, Four and a half. Right. Um, it's very, I mean, I understand that it's a mobile, not mobile game, portable game. Um, not a mobile game. Right. So, and it very much plays like one. Most of the missions are pretty short. Everything's very simplified. 
Um, I wouldn't say it looks cartoony, but it's just everything's more, I don't know, vibrant colors. And with the exception of a couple areas where the enemies are obviously camouflaged and sometimes you can't even see them. Sometimes they are so camouflaged. It's like, why do I have an alert now? I can't see that guy. Um, It, yeah, it just seems very, and again, it's, it's a portable game scaled up to the big screen now playing it on ps3 um and it it plays that way there's nothing wrong with that but it's a definite departure from the other ones um i i don't know it it was pretty good game um i don't like how the boss fights were essentially just tanks and vehicles and helicopters and peace walker and the ais and yep um, so that was definitely one of the things I wanted to ask about is what, what you thought about. There wasn't really a rogues gallery. So you had right. Hot Cold Man, which is the best name in <laughs> video game history. Yep. And you had Ramon Galvez, who turned out to be Zadornov. Yep. But you don't ever fight them. You right. kill one of them in a cutscene. I can't remember if it's... Who was it? Right before uh, Zeke activates. It's, um, was it Zadornov? Coldman. That was Cold, Hot Cold Man, sorry. <clears throat> well, I don't know. Do you... I don't think you No, kill it's Zadornov is what I was thinking of. No, Zadornov you kill after you find him for the last right. time. Oh, well, that's what I was thinking of. Sorry. Yeah, okay, yeah. Snake does kill him, but... Yeah, so and then he kills... gets the, the, the red hand with the piece. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it would have been nice to have some traditional boss fights. Yep. Um, really it's the only game with the exception of four, maybe you can refresh my memory. Okay. Um, the only Metal Gear Solid game that didn't have a true sniper battle. Did four have one? Yeah. Crying Wolf. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a true... I don't remember. You really need to fight. So that's when you're fighting the wolf robot thing. Yeah. Where you're outside of Shadow Moses, where the the, cl- oh. the, the big tower thing is, you got to hide under the trucks. You use your uh, your infrared goggles to yeah. see when you can see her, and when she pops up, you got to pop her. Right, right, okay, that's true. So yeah, really the only one that didn't have a true sniper battle. Um, I didn't like how you can't aim with the exception of sniper rifles and rockets. There's no first person aiming. Yeah. And honestly, I didn't remember that until you texted me that one day. Yeah. You're like when you were just getting started, you're like, can I not first person? And I was right. like, wait, let me think. I remember all the over the shoulder stuff. And it was pretty, there were, it was pretty forgiving from what I remember to get, it was it made it that much easier. Right. Right. Um, what else? I didn't like that. You couldn't, um, do like the army crawl. You could lie down, but you just you just laid flat and didn't move. You could walk and you could crouch walk. That being said, I much prefer that to Metal Gear Solid Three. Going back and playing that and seeing how you couldn't crouch walk. You You're either just running walk. around you just or had to walk slow, or yeah. walking, or you are which was so doing the army like, crawl don't turn around, don't turn around, so don't hear me. so yeah. slowly. Um. And I, I love the over-the-top acting. If you could, I could walk right in front of somebody. Assuming I had the 
the sneaking suit. Yeah. I could just walk right by somebody and, what? I thought I saw someone. Or, what? What that noise? I hear footsteps. And it's just, they're just talking to themselves. I don't know. Well, not even that, but David Hayter was at his most David Hayter in this game. Like, I'm going to, we're going to. Metal Gear. Yeah, I'm going to do my impression here in a little bit. It's going to be bad, but. Hey, Grizzlies won. Good job, Grizzlies. Go Grizzlies. Shout out to the Grizzlies. Great grind. The Pelicans aren't that great, but every win's a win. Um, Yeah, so keep going. Um, Yeah, what else? Um, The boss fight's a little repetitive. They're very, especially when you're trying to build Zeke. Yeah. Well, fighting the AIs wasn't too bad. They were at least all, you know, different enough. I mean, the helicopter is obviously different, but I hated all the tanks and the armored vehicles. The lab. The, yeah, those things. I don't know. And all that stuff. It was just the same thing over and over again, I thought. Um, but, yeah, Zeke. The Zeke battle at the end was pretty tough. Um once I figured out, oh, the big thing was, I think I upgraded my Carl Gustav, the rocket launcher, um, and I got it to the level where it becomes like armor piercing, I think, and it was just doing triple the damage that it had been doing. Yeah. Um, See, so I once think... I got that, and once I figured out how to do the, the missile strike thing where you have to tag him and then do the computer thing, once I figured all that out, um, it went a lot smoother. Yeah, so... Fight, but... I did not beat. I couldn't beat Zeke without having somebody join me in co-op. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I didn't have my Gustav. That's hilarious to say. Upgraded <laughs> to where it was armor piercing. Because I know when you told me that when you beat it, I was like, "Well, damn, dude, good, good for you." Yeah. I, I could not beat it. And again, we're not the best video game players. We just love video games. But right, um, I, I couldn't beat it without having somebody join me. There's just no way. Uh, so what did you think about the cutscenes? At first, when I it heard, caught me off guard. I, yeah, I had no idea. Okay, um, but anybody that hasn't played it, all the cutscenes are like comic book style. It's a digital just, graphic novel. Yeah, right. Still pictures that have some moving parts to them sometimes, and they all have the you know comic book style speech bubbles. And they and even have like quick that. time events sometimes, which was interesting. yeah. There are times where you have to you know hit R one or yep. rapid tap triangle things like that. Um. It was, I don't know. I didn't like it at first, and then by the end of the game, it just became, I just got used to it, and I, I don't think it took away from the game at all. I, you forget that this is, again, having played five and going back to PSP, you forget that you're and going this, back. I mean, PSP. This came out in 2010 originally, so six years PSP ago. is what? The equivalent of PS2? Oh, God. A little bit less than PS2. Because that game originally okay. didn't look as good as Metal Gear Solid 3. Okay. Or so I'm going from playing... It was between 1 and 2, I would say. A PS4 game. Going back to PS3. On the Fox Going engine. back to yep. PS2. And apparently even sub-PS2. Yeah. Graphics I mean, up-res graphics and better Right, tech. right. I-, I couldn't imagine... But a game that was originally created PSP, yeah. for what was less than <clears throat> PS2. So there's no way they could do real, you know, true... Cut you couldn't scene. I mean, do they could have, cinematic. They, they did some. They could have done like just, at the ending, and we'll get into that here in a minute. Like yeah. there, there were some cutscenes, like when you find Zadornov, and at the end when Big Boss yeah. is talking to Kaz. Yeah. Um, there was some, but yeah, I really at first it caught me off guard. Well, it didn't catch me off guard because I knew that's how it was in Portable Ops, which is not a real Metal Gear game because it's not a Hideo Kojima game, right? 
like it has been tweeted many times that it's not part of the official timeline. And then there's these idiots that still think that that um, your buddy Gray Wolf at Gray Fox, Gray Fox MGSV. He's still keeping the hope alive that Chapter Three is coming, and Venom Snake somehow is Gray Fox. So Gray Fox was just an ordinary medic, I guess. Right. These people are obsessed with this guy, anyways. Yeah, I digress. Uh, yeah, so it didn't catch me off guard because I knew that's how it was in Portable Ops. I knew that's how it was in uh, what's gonna call it, Peace Walker. I really liked it. At, fr- at first, it was a little jarring, even though I knew it was coming. But I got to love it, and it was really like, especially. It was so well done when, like, you're on the boss's horse and you're chasing after Peace Walker. Yeah. You're going up the hill and everything, and then the horse dies and stuff. I was like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. I can't believe they're getting me to feel this through a graphic novel, essentially. Right. right. But it's still, it's Hater's voice and it's all the other stuff. So I thought it was, I, I thought it was, it was well done. I would, I would always take the full Hollywood style cinematics, but it was nice for a change to have the, you know, the animated style. Right. You definitely feel, with the exception of really Big Boss, Kaz, and Paz, really. just And again, I think that's more from my experiences with them in 5. Right. I just felt a disconnect from all the other characters. Having never... Do you it, ever it see Coldman outside of... No. Comic book style cutscene. Like, no. I couldn't even tell you really what he looked like. Same with Zadornov, really, no. for the most you part. You only know them. Chico, Amanda, all these people. It's like, I don't. Uh, Chico, you knew because of Ground Zero. Uh, yeah, you That's know, I'm a little right. Bit. But not but, in Peace Walker or anything before. No, they didn't exist. But I don't know. I just couldn't get. It was a fun game. And or the Amanda story Kuzmanides was good. Or whatever her name was. But, or no, that was Cecile. Cecile, yeah. But I don't know. The characters. I don't know. At least the bad guys, anyways. Zadornov and Coldman. And I, I don't know. I just feel like there was not the same connection with them. Um, probably a combination of the different cutscenes and no true. You never get to fight them at all. So. Right. Um, I don't know. Like you said, Hideo originally wanted that to be Metal Gear Solid this Five. Was originally and to be five. Yep. I do think it could have, you know, stood apart as its own, you know, numbered game. But I don't know. A fun game to play. I think just the fact that it was a portable, you know, PSP game severely limited what they could do. Oh, yeah. So. If that came out on PS2 or even PS3, I think it's a totally different game. Um, and then it would have been structured completely different for sure. The mission structure and all right. that stuff. It would have been more like five, I would guess, where they're more. Some right. missions can take an hour, hour and a half. You know, the first time you play them, when you don't know exactly what you're doing. Whereas these are all five. I mean, I shouldn't say all. There's a lot of five minute missions in there, though. Yeah. So it's definitely different playing on a PS3. Right. Um. So this did introduce a lot of stuff that we got in five. So we got the loadout screen. That that's a lot more realistic. Oh, than one, thing one I two, would've... three, and four. Right. One thing I would have loved to have in it is being able to request supply drops, not just ammo refills, but like I don't know. If I need I'm, a Gustav and I've got a sniper rifle. Right. If I'm fighting some of these bosses, you know, the tanks or the helicopters or whatever. 
and I want to capture the thing to have it, I got to waste a slot on a trank gun. Right. And it's, I don't know, I would rather just be able to have three heavy weapons and then call in a supply drop to get the the trank gun when I need it to finish them off. But in the, the grand scheme of things, I guess, a minor complaint, but I don't know. So we also got, did you do any co-op missions? Did you ever get online no. play with anybody? Okay. Nope. Never did. I was expecting to have to for Zeke, but yeah, I was able to pull it off on my own. What else? So the Fulton, obviously. Fulton um, is amazing. Uh, I like it, but I don't know. Almost every single person. When I Fulton somebody, I was lucky to have them have a C rating in anything, let alone really? an A or B. The only times I got A's or even an S is with like Huey and Strange Love, like the actual characters. Okay. Every random soldier that I and did you get Hideo? No. Okay. I totally missed that. Yeah, he was in there. I went back my second playthrough. I got him. So there's one I can't remember where it is. It's somewhere around the middle of the game when you're sneaking up to the base in the mountains or something, and you go in and there's all these trucks where you have to look at the license plates. Yep. If you look in every truck, one of the trucks, Hideo is in there, and you can recruit him. Really? Yep. Well, yeah. I was I hoping you'd just find it. I didn't want to spoil it for you or anything like that. but Well, no, because, yeah, well, you see the truck drive away, and they make it a point to zoom in on the license plate. Right. And you're that's just, how you know it. So I was like, uh, for that, one. Yeah. that one. That's the one. And then it ended the cutscene. Right. So I didn't even bother looking at any of the other ones. Yep. So. You can look at all of them, and really? you get Hideo. Yep. That's oh. when you get him. Oh, well. Uh, so obviously, and then you had the mother base, um, which I just think it worked a lot better in five. But again, this being was, able to actually explore it, think of this as like the beta for Metal Gear Solid Five. So, right, uh, Zeke. What do you think about building Zeke and how that all turned out? Did you know that's what the final bot battle was going to be? Because I was going to tell, because uh, I was telling you after Peace Walker, you're not done yet. You I know? didn't know I was going to be fighting Zeke. Okay, I thought I was going to be Zeke, Zeke. and have to yeah. fight something else. Peace Walker comes Peace out Walker the lake or something. Two yeah. Um, I think for the most part, I lucked out. I already had the, uh, whatever the things are. I didn't have the head, but I had the yep. legs, the, the rail gun, which is the, the rail gun was the hardest for me to get for well, some reason. So yeah, I had three of the four main parts, whatever the one, the head was the only one I didn't have. So I had to go fight them a couple times to get those pieces. Right. But I had the RA dome, I had the rail gun, whatever the other two were, I didn't have. But do you need them? Yeah. You you don't just need the main parts? No, you got to have everything, I believe, to actually trigger that final. Well, but I didn't I never got two of the four optional parts. Then you don't need them. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is I wonder if you even needed the if I didn't put the rail gun on it would Z no, have need, been that I, much easier to fight? No, I know you need the rail gun cuz that's one of the things when I went back when you were when you were getting to the point where you're trying to build everything, that's one of the things I went back to look at, and you did need the railgun. Okay. Yeah. So, well, that's why I was... So what is the added benefit of getting everything? Do you ever get to... Is there some no. part of the game where you get to control You can him? send him out, him, like he's sent you. It. You can send it out on the... What was it? The... Combat uh, ops. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Combat deployment. Whatever it was in 5, you can do it in, in Peace Walker also, but... Um, yeah, you don't actually ever get to pilot it like you do. In so four. what is the advantage to adding all the optional things to it? Just one more thing to check off the list that you've completed in the game. And probably. Yeah. 
I was expecting you to get to pilot him it <laughs> and the more stuff you put on it, the more stuff you get to do with it when you're you know, fighting as right as a uh, Zeke. So, I don't know. Yeah, not definitely not what I thought and then the whole thing with pause that caught me off guard. Um, since the whole game, she's just See, stupid, <clears throat> ditzy, innocent little pause. And, and she's not so in, that was one in things. ground zeros and yeah. Phantom pain. She's as much as she's in there, she's a good guy. And then it's like, yeah. Oh, but for the last 20 minutes of peace Walker, she's a bad guy. Well, and that was, was so weird. Cause you can like go on dates with her as snake. That At was that point weird. was like 40, Five years old or something like that, and she's she supposed to be a teenager, 16. which was really weird in right. Japanese culture. Is and then only at the end you find out, oh yeah, <clears> I made up my name, I made yeah. up my age. Yeah, yeah. Like that's a way to cover your tracks, Kojima. But that was really creepy. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh boy. So what do you think about the story? So overall, I think of the story is very similar to three in that it is a self-contained story. You know, Snake, Big Boss. He, he killed the boss with his own hand, with his own bullet. Yet, here comes this little teenage girl and her teacher, and here's a tape recording of the boss's voice. Holy crap. Snake is obviously like, okay, I'm going to go. What, what, do you thought of, what, what, what were your thoughts on the story overall? And then we'll get into the ending, and I'll do my, uh, my hater impression. Well, uh, I remember when I started playing 5 and just seeing the opening credits, and I asked you, so what is there flashbacks or something? Because I saw Lori Allen, the voice yep. of the boss, credited. I'm like, okay, so in some way, shape, or form, the boss is in this game. And then, obviously, having beaten five, she's just a iPod. So I knew that that was essentially what was going on in three or in three in Peace Walker. Right. There was never any part of me. You never bought. If I had played Peace Walker before five, if I had played them in order, maybe I would have thought, oh, wait a minute, is the boss alive? But I, I don't even think I would have thought that because, right. I mean, she's obviously dead. I think by I mean, the time I At the end of three, it. she's very, very obviously dead. So I don't think I ever would have bought into the fact, wait, maybe she's not dead. Right. And Metal Gear isn't, I mean, two's a little out there with some of the stuff they do, but uh, it's not yeah, very- a little bit. It's not very- sci-fi there would be no part of me that thought oh wait she was dead but she got brought back to life i don't think any part of me ever would have thought that so so what about i'm gonna say it with a straight face what about the boss's soul whatever it was becoming sentient taking over the ai and drowning peace walker i it was emotional yeah for so for me it was emotional but still i was like I couldn't get past the fact that, no, it's an AI. And it was all dramatic with it slowly walking into the lake and drowning itself and all this stuff. What, what, what did you think about that? I don't know. I didn't think it was overly you know, corny or anything. It was. Okay. It certainly was a little bit, but I think it was done well enough to where it's. It was a little bit Kojima. Yeah. You could almost buy it. I mean, if you're going to believe in everything right. else in the game, but not that. Then well, and in come, Metal Gear Solid as a whole, the whole right, series. Right, exactly. Yeah. So that's probably one of the 
maybe it's near the top of things that are hard to believe, but certainly not the top. Um, I don't know. I was, I was okay with it. It, I don't know. It never struck me too much as just over the right. top cheesy or anything, but I thought it was done well. What'd you think about, and, and this is really weird when you play Peace Walker before Ground Zeroes and it's one, and, and Phantom Pain obviously, but it's one thing that I kind of still have a disconnect on is the big, the big thing, one of the only two or three, well, more than that probably, but the biggest cinematic cutscene is when after you beat Zeke and Paz goes into the ocean and Big Boss, well, Snake at the time, is talking to Kaz and he basically says, no, the boss betrayed me. And Kaz is like, wait, are you saying what I think you're saying? He said, yeah, from now on, you're going to call me Big Boss because the boss laid down her gun. She turned her back on me. She wasn't, you know, a real soldier. Whatever he was going through his mind, he said, no, from now on, I'm Big Boss. And then Ground Zeroes rolls around and it's Snake. We got a tip that Paz was in this black site off the, you know, in Cuba, blah, 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 blah. I thought that was interesting. I thought it was so cool at the time because I was like, oh, my God. He's like, no, I'm Big Boss. From here on out, I'm Big Boss. It's cool that he finally adopted the yeah. the mantle of Big Boss. And then it disappears in Ground Zero, which I still don't understand. Yeah. yeah. So then after the credits, because every Metal Gear Solid game since you the know, first there's one, gonna be something. you've got the post-credits okay. thing. This was one of my favorites. <clears throat> Let me get in character here. Me, 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 me. Me, me, me. <clears throat> me, 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 me. <clears throat> Hockey pads. We will forsake our countries. We will leave our motherlands behind us and become one with this earth. We have no nation, no fists, no philosophy, no ideology. We go where we're needed, fighting, not for government, but for ourselves. We need no reason to fight. We fight because we are needed. We will be the deterrent for those with no other recourse. We are soldiers without borders. Our purpose defined by the era we live in. We will sometimes have to sell ourselves and services. If the times demand it, we'll be revolutionaries, criminals, terrorists. And yes, we all may may be headed straight to hell, but what better place for us than this? It's our only home. Our heaven and our hell. This is outer heaven. Boom. So, A, you sound like Batman. <laughs> it was more, not, it was more Christian Bale than David Hayter, but and a couple as bullet bourbons that, in. As you're saying that, it almost sounded like if I, had, if I could have done it quick enough, I would have queued up some Batman music. Christopher Nolan, I don't know. It just sounded right. like the, the Batman, Hans, the Hans Zimmer, the voiceover at the end of a Dark Knight or something. Yeah, Dark Knight Return. Oh uh, yeah, Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. Yeah, yeah, Dark Knight. Um, no, I I love that that speech. I um, loved it. It was just listening to that the first time was like, we are finally seeing him Snake become Big Boss slash Jack slash John become Big Boss, and not just Big Being Boss, the bad guy, but. The big, the big boss. boss, not Metal Gear Solid Three. So but then you get to five, and then I feel like it's it, kind of a step back. It kind of kills it. If Thank I had you. played okay. Peace Walker, I would have expected if they were. I don't know. Did was it widely known that five was coming and you were going to be big boss or not? No, at the time? 
So I would have thought if there was going to be a, another sequel where you are big boss, that you would be full on bad guy mode. Like right. you would be playing the villain throughout. But you still kind of just get the feeling that you're the good guy in five. And Well, because you're Venom Snake, right? Well, that's true. And but, then Big Boss is But for like, all intents and purposes, he's right. Big Boss. He, he is thinks half he, of yeah. Big Boss, right. right. So that's why it's like, that's why I think a lot of people that are hardcore Metal Gear fans and they played everything in the order it came out were disappointed by the story in five. And while I still like the twist, I like the fact that what Big Boss is big, you know, his turn, his downfall was using the soldiers. And his best man, the medic, who is not gray fox or frank yeager or anything else using him using all these innocent people that were in the uh in the hospital using them basically as bullet sponges using them as shield just to save his own ass you know that's pretty diabolical that's that's pretty crappy but still like we don't actually see the actions other than that that made Big Boss become Big Boss. Right. Well, the other thing that's weird, not weird, but I guess it kind of just goes along with what we're saying. The I think it's right after that speech and then the boom, boom. and you get the red background, yes. Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. And after that, your save file picture also has the red background instead of the yellow, goldish right. background. Which, again, to me signifies red, evil, blood, evil, dark, evil Vader, big boss. He's, he's turned, Ryan, everything. He's, yeah, he's gone to the dark side, essentially. But, but again, and but then, then five, it's go, like you do that all over again. But you're really at the end guy. of five. It's like, right. I don't know. Yeah, I, I love both games, but. I still think there is something missing, and that's why I hate that Konami is the worst company ever, and they kick Kojima out the door when there is still clearly there is more stories to be told. Yeah, there is still between eighty four when Phantom Pain happens and ninety five when Zanz when outer when Outer Heaven happens. Zanzibarland. When that happens, there's eleven years there. Like, I want to know. When did Venom Snake, like, so we fast forward at the ending of five. He he listens to the tape. He finds out he's not Big Boss, but he is. And he's had his memory ripped away and all this stuff, his identity. And then when he comes back in front of the mirror again, he's got the horn way out to here. That's 1995 now. That's Operation Intrude N313, where he's finding out, hey, Solid Snake is coming to get you. We don't know if, if Big Boss was sending Snake to kill Venom, and Venom was like, you son of a... F you. Are you kidding me? I've done all this for you, and now you're going to send this kid to come kill me? Or was he working with Venom Snake and saying, hey, this kid's a threat. I'm sending him to you. Take him out. We don't really know what that tape said. We don't know what happens in those years. So that's, again, why I'm just like, oh, God, I hate you, Konami, so much. Yeah, I guess is there an element of true big boss? Does he ever really, since I don't really know the story of Metal Gear, Metal Gear 2. Metal Gear 2 is the real, is Naked Snake. But I don't know the story. I don't know the plot. But is there an element of Big Boss is really still, in his mind, I guess you could say this about any villain, 
but in his mind, he he's thinks a he's good justified. guy. He thinks he's he's doing. I don't know the right that he thinks thing. he's, but a good guy. But is there that? And then Venom Snake ends up going crazy, and he's like, "Oh, what we are you doing?" Know. Like, yeah, I mean, we don't I guess know. We'll that's what's know, again. There you go, and that's why. As much as I want to say I won't play another Metal Gear game. You know you will. If they do fill if in it's those done blanks, right. if they do something with Venom Snake and the trailers look good and they're doing it right, I'll be like, damn it. Maybe they knew what Kojima... Oh, this is what I'll tell myself. They knew Kojima's vision. They knew what they wanted to do, how to fill in the blanks. God, it just... <sighs> Venom Snake is probably the most righteous out of all the snakes. Maybe not more than solid. Definitely more than Big Boss. He spares everybody. He doesn't kill Quiet when he should have. When he defeats her in episode 11 and he beats her for the first time, I'm not going to kill her. I'm going to bring her back to base. You know, I'm going to sacrifice her. Right. He doesn't kill Liquid, Eli. He, he sends off, what's his face? Um, what's his name? Huey. Sends him off in a boat with supplies and everything instead of killing him. Big Boss probably would have killed his ass. And he would have killed Quiet. And who knows what else he would have done. Like, he was the most... So that was one thing when I look back at 5, and I know we're going off Peace Walker now back into 5, but as you play through 5, and if you think back of it, knowing that Venom Snake is not the real Big Boss, he never has that lust for revenge that that Kaz has. You know, like, I'm going to just destroy Cypher and Skullface and Zero. I'm going to wipe him off the face of this planet. He's like, no, hold up. Let's talk about this. You know, it's just so when you think about that, when you know what the the big twist is, and spoiler alert, sorry, if you've been listening to us, you know, (laughs) we're going to talk about spoilers. We we spoiled everything at this point. It's so, gosh, I don't know. He, Venom Snake, there's, there's more of a story to be told there, and we'll probably never get to see it, but, you know, who knows, but, um, so, where would you rank this? One, two, three, four, five, Peace Walker is the main entries in the Metal Gear Solid franchise. Where would you put this? Where would you put Peace Walker? Um, behind five, ahead of four. Can I give you my rankings? Ahead of... If I'm going overall, not... I mean, I'm talking gameplay... Graphic, favorite, not graphic. Gameplay, favorite games, story, favorite Metal Gear Solid games. Yeah, right. I would put it ahead of one, um, ahead of four, behind five. I would have said behind two and three also, but I feel like now that I've gone back and started playing three a little bit. Maybe I just need to give it more time, and it's just because I got so used to the other games. But Remember I just can't game, get over the controls. That came out twelve. The years gameplay, ago. Yeah. I just the, the so, story and now, is and the since, best part. Of I that. mean, yeah. two is the same as three. Two controls exactly the same way as three. So if I had those Without issues CQC. with three, yeah. I would have those issues with two. Two didn't even have CQC, right? Which is weird to think about a Metal Gear game without CQC, but so. I don't know. Um, definitely behind five. Definitely ahead of one and four. Um, gun to my head right now. I'd probably put it ahead of two and three. 
but that could change if I if I gave two and three or at least one or the other. I'd really just need to play one of them, give it a fair shot. I know you, what the story you, yeah. is. If I can play them and get used to it enough to where the gameplay comes up in my book, then I would probably put three ahead of Peace Walker. Maybe two. I think if I gave them a fair shot to where I could get used to them, it would probably go five, three, Peace Walker, two. I don't remember much about one or four. One was great story. One and it was so good. It was innovative and all that. Four, to me, was just great graphics, but just too much of a departure and... I don't know. Um, one and four would be the bottom two for me. I'm not sure in what order. So I went back and looked at my, uh, when I was writing free, you know, pro bono for whatculture.com. I only put up two articles, but I did one was ranking Metal Gear Solid. Another one was eight things to be worried about Metal Gear Solid 5. And it's fun to go back and look at that. Now I'll send you those links. That one actually got 45,000. Yeah, page, you should tweet them out. 45,000 page views. Which wow. is weird. That's a lot. My ranking one got about 12,000. So I, and so taking that into account and where I'm at now, the six main games I would rank worst to best. Two. You really hate two? I mean, not hate, but. But again, it's a great game, but it doesn't compare to the other one. So I would go two, four. Peace Walker. Peace Walker. One five three. One five three. Yeah. So two four peace one five three. Those are all nine point five out of ten or above. <laughs> but that's just where I put them. Yeah. You're, for you, that's really that's where I put them. splitting hairs at that point. Exactly. All right. That's fair. Anything else we didn't cover? I mean, we can talk about Metal Gear for right for as we hours. just somehow got off onto twenty <laughs> minutes about Metal Gear Solid right. Five in a Peace Walker discussion. Right. Um, no. All in all, Peace Walker, um, solid game. I don't know that I'll ever play it. I mean, maybe someday I'll borrow it from you and yeah. play through it again. But um, So I did play through it twice. Yeah. And the first time I never got all the way. Like, I, I, I didn't understand Mother Base as much. I didn't. I, I just didn't play through the game like I should. Having been through it once, my second playthrough... It was a lot easier, and I got the real ending. Of course, I did have to bring somebody in to help me out, just some random dude, and he just owned Zeke, and he probably had the Gustav, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right. All right, so here's what I just thought of. Here's the way I would explain Peace Walker in a nutshell. Um, I think the gameplay was a 9 out of 10. Very good. Wish it had first person. Wish you could crawl around. Um, but other than that, oh, that's the other thing. I didn't find out until I was about 90% through the game that you could mark people. When you do, when you lean against the wall. Oh, okay. Right, right, right. Yeah. And you can mark. Yep. But you never felt the need to. No. Metal Gear Solid 5, you can lose track of the guys so easily. This, it was just always very obvious. Again, with the exception of the few camouflage people, it was always very obvious where the guys were. So you never had to. It was still, it wasn't open world in the sense that 5 was. 
It um, was still confined spaces. It was almost like Metal Gear Solid 1 and 2, but in a jungle. Right. There were still corridors and all this stuff. Right. Uh, but yeah, back to how I would describe it. The gameplay was great. Um, boss fights may be a little repetitive, but all in all, great gameplay. The story itself, I think, was really good. If I watched a movie of it or read a book yeah. of it, I would think it was a great story. Yep. I think the storytelling in the game was lacking. Okay. Whether that was... I don't think it was all the graphic novel style. Right. But that was part of it. But just... You just... Like I said, you never get... The game just flew by. I feel like I never really got too familiar with many of the characters. If I hadn't played five... I maybe would have felt the same way about Kaz and Paz and Well, that's what I was wondering. What you even thought. the other ones that I was already familiar with because of five that I feel like I'm familiar I was already familiar with them before the game. Well, so like, Right. Even Kaz, like it's just he's there. And he's, he's big just boss there. Is number he's one guy. You, right. right. But you don't there's no character development right. like there was in five with him. Right. So I think if that was in a book or a movie form, I think the story would have been great. The story is great, but the storytelling, I guess, was was lacking. That's so, that's the best way I can describe it. Well, there, there's it. one more thing I want to touch on before we get to the rest of the podcast. But So you see Kaz, the way he is in Peace Walker. And he's very idealistic, and he's all, we're going to build this business, we're going to make money, we're going to do all this stuff. And he's kind of like that in Ground Zeroes a little bit that you experience him. And then Phantom Pain, I mean, he's had an arm ripped off and half right. a leg. He, he's been through And he lot. is just like... It was so so to play Peace Walker before five and to see that transition, like you just feel so sad for Kaz because you're what like, this is. To him. You're like, this is not the guy I knew in Peace Walker. Uh, he so was not like this at all, and he's just so depressed and angry and just wants revenge and blood, and it's just oh, it's so sad. That's the other thing we do need to move on, but I'm curious. I like the. Um, I think it was after the true ending, right? When they do the timeline. And it's, I don't remember the year, 95, whenever it was, and they say Kaz was assassinated yeah. in his home or whatever. Yep. Obviously, we know what that's about, but that's the first time that that's mentioned, right? Obviously, in Metal Gear Solid 1, you think you're talking to Master Miller, and it turns out it's Liquid all along, but that's the first time you hear about how he died, right? I mean, not even just the first time, the only time. Maybe they cover it in five, knew two he was, in the timeline. You knew remember, he but. was killed in one, but... But you don't even know who he was, really. You knew he was Master Miller. That's all we knew him as. But and yeah, that he trained Snake. Right. And that doesn't mean anything until you get to five. Until and you he find, says, oh, okay, right. screw Big Boss. I'm going to train the sun. We're going to take him out someday. Right. Um, did you listen to... One more thing. I promise this is the last thing before we move on. The uh, The cassette tapes... In Peace Walker? No. Okay. There's one you need to listen to. And okay. it is Kaz talking to who we assume is Zero, talking about Les Enfants Terribles. Mm. And he's he basically says, oh, wow, two already? Is it Terrible? That's crazy. It's just Terrible, right? I don't, <laughs> doppelganger. Like Les Miserables? It's not Les Miserables. So it's... <sighs> Doppelganger. I'm English. Les no, I'm not English. I'm American. Terrible. Damn it. And we say les enfants terribles. No, you're right. No, terrible. If you were American, you would just say les enfants les terribles. terribles. Right. But yeah, I think anyway. There's a cassette tape where he talks to Zero. Kaz knew about 
Les Infant Tariq. He knew about that, and he said, well, you know, I don't think Big Boss is going to take this so well. So in Peace Walker, Kaz was – he was with Big Boss, but he was using – and you hear some about that comes out in, 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 in Phantom Pain and stuff, but go back and listen to that, and let me okay. know after you listen to it. I will take a listen. All right. If you had to give it a score out of 10, what would you give Peace Walker? Mm. Um, I would give it – Maybe a hair under a nine out of ten, maybe eight point eight, eight point nine out of ten. Okay, hundred point scale, yeah. So eight yeah, 8, 8, 8, 89. Okay. All right. All in all, glad I played the game. That was a, a good challenge. Well, so that was part one of our. So you think you can dance? Whoops. I mean, you call yourself a gamer challenge. And uh, next week we'll do part two. We'll get into Super Metroid. So that's not the end of the podcast. Not if you know let you us, we, that easily. We still got a few more tricks up our sleeves. So let, let me just play you some sweet beats right now. Feast your eyes. Take a gander, as I said last Feast week. Feast your ears. And take a gander with your ears. Feast your ears and take a gander with your ears. Take an auditory. Just what was listen that noise? to this. What was that noise? That would be a good soundboard. What was that noise? What? What was that noise? Oh my gosh. So good. Those sound effects. Rocket Night Adventures. I there were a lot of exclusives that we got as Sega kids that Super Nintendo didn't get. This by far one of the best. Other than Sonic, obviously. And Gunstar Heroes. And I you could you could argue when I've been back, when I went back and looked at some of these videos of this game, and I just remembered how fun it was. Oh my god! You could argue that this was. It, it, it's, as far as Genesis game go, it's got to be top five. I would say. It's close. Ooh, um, it's way better than Sparkster. I said that top ten for top sure. Place, maybe top five. I think you could argue it's top five. Yeah, I think you, you, you could definitely that. make the argument. <clears throat> when confronted with danger. Opossums will often play dead. This one goes ballistic. It's Sparkster, trademark. The Rocket Knight. The most amazing possum ever to rocket to stardom. Possum or opossum? Opossum, sorry. Okay. He's the star of Rocket Knight Adventures, trademark for Sega, trademark Genesis, trademark. And he's got pumped up personality, warp speed, pumped up, quick wits. Blast off into seven. There was only seven stages. It felt like more. Seven some of them, they had multiple parts of adventure and go hog wild. That's a pun because you fight pigs. Right against the hugest. Is that really a word? I guess strangest pig creatures imaginable. Like that really needs to be said. Um, they're after the mysterious key to the seal once handed down by the brave founder of Zebulus. In the wrong hands, it will unleash total destruction through every stage sparkster moves flies and rides in new directions to escape a possum punishment will he hang tough you bet because his talented tail can get a grip another pun that's awesome on all kinds of hairy situations and he's hairy also because he's in a possum three puns what do you remember about rocket knight um before you get into what i remember as i'm as i'm hearing you say that 
it's funny to think of a game and there were plenty of them but a game where there's supposedly this in-depth story and you playing this game you, you could not care less no why am i an so opossum fighting Who a bunch cares? of pigs it Look, doesn't matter i I'm couldn't have told you that story but what was what was the last like what was the most recent game not that you've played most recent game that has come out where you just didn't care about the story I don't think there are any. There aren't. That doesn't happen anymore. It's I so, mean Mario Maker, but there's no. Well, that's just that's, that's different. Yeah. Um, they don't. They don't do that anymore. There are no games that come out anymore where there's you don't care about the story. Even Shovel Knight showed the story very well, and I mean, and that and was even a throwback. Then it's still, yeah, throwback. But it's still Rocket Knight was just you were an opossum with a freaking rocket pack and, and a sword. sword that shot lasers. Yep. Like Link. Yep. What the heck else do you need? And it's made by Konami, which right now that's a bad word. And that's what I was going to, that's what I touched on earlier when we were looking this up. My God, that little Konami jingle when you would turn on a Genesis Konami game, that just made me, it was so weird because it's so nostalgic and it makes me so happy, but then it makes me so freaking angry. I think that's bittersweet. Because it's bitter, yeah, that's bittersweet. bittersweet. Symphony, there's life. Okay. All right. <clears throat> the verve. The verve. Not the verve. Not the pipe. verve pipe. Which is so weird. How is there the verb and the verb pipe? Um <sighs> but yeah. What what a game. Um Did we ever beat that? Oh gosh. Yeah. Mm. Yes. I'll look up the video. I'll, I'll look up the ending on YouTube right now while no, you talk you, about you it. That you'll be like, oh that. crap, I remember beating that. Um but yeah, I remember other than the, the random one hit kill enemies that you know just the random pig grunts walking along you could just slice up whatever um for the bosses you pretty much had to use your rocket boost attack thing i remember that being i don't know probably 10 times as strong as your normal slashing thing that may have been an exaggeration uh maybe not 10 times three or four times five times maybe five time five time five time five time five time uh, Booker T, if you're not a... Shout out uh, to Booker T. Yeah. Um, all right, so we got a video here. I'm going to keep talking as I'm watching it. Um, but yeah, all of the, the ricochets off... I remember this part. Oh, gosh, you're riding a mech. Um, ricocheting off the walls, and I, I was watching a gameplay video. Oh, I remember that. Is that oh, the end? Oh, the mech battle, the, the mech Where you Yeah. Is that yes. the end? We so straight up. We, we beat this game many times. Okay. As I was watching the gameplay video earlier, I got to like level two and I'm like, all right, well, this is all familiar. And then I never got to the end, but I couldn't think of what the yeah. end was like. I'm like, don't you f- remember that? Yeah. How far you're is You're ejecting out of like the airship thing. But where are we at now? Is this the end? Is this going to and the last level? And it's going into the pig castle. Mr. Pig. All right. So we say the damsel in distress. Miss Opossum. No, it's shaking. And then wow, Pig Castle great takes off. I can't believe this was a Genesis game. This game was beautiful. This is relatively, the graphics. Well, I, this is ninety three. I guess it wasn't ninety four early. The, 93. The, the graphics. Do you, I'm gonna catch up to you. It's ninety four. Ninety three. Okay. Um. And then we go to space. How is he breathing in space? He's he's uh, an opossum. He's an opossum. Stage seven was in outer space. Wow. Look at that. Mode 7's got nothing on those graphics. 
I hope you guys like that we're doing a pay-by-play of Rocket Knight right now. Okay, mar, so mar, this mar, doesn't look familiar. Everything up until that point looked familiar. All right, we can't really watch this whole video. So no, but see, that doesn't look familiar. Yes. Yes, it that does. That does not look familiar. We're looking at, is this the final boss? I think so. Uh, everything up until this point looked familiar. Bucky O'Hare. Do you remember Bucky O'Hare? Was he like the green it was rabbit guy yes. or something? Yep. Then yes. Uh, I don't know. Um, All right. But yeah. Um, yeah, one of the few Genesis exclusives that was just unbelievable. And then they brought it to Super Nintendo for Sparkster. Sparkster but I remember that game being fairly similar to the first one in terms of gameplay which again we've already discussed the story means nothing so i mean was the gameplay that much different for the second one why was the second one just not i don't think so i think it just was we had already seen rocket knight for the first time we had done the jetpack thing we had done the jetpack attacks it wasn't as new i don't i don't i remember sparks are not feeling as polished I remember the graphics game. being different. Completely different. It was right. it was almost like they went they they tried to be more cartoony and more colorful but it just did not work for it some reason. It looked the se- yeah. When I think of the second one, I remember it looking like a Super Nintendo game that was ported to the Genesis or something as yeah. opposed to just a Genesis game. Um I don't think we we didn't own Sparkster. No. But we rented we, it. We rented it for sure, but it wasn't like we had to buy Rocket Knight. We didn't have to buy Sparkster. Did we rent that before we bought it? I feel like that was just one of the games we just got on a whim, whether we bought it I, or no, we, we it we bought it Christmas. Yeah. We did. But that was in the age of EGM and, and Game Pro and all this. And you get everything gets uh, so hyped up and <sighs> Right. All right. But anyway, um, if you haven't that, played Rocket yes. Knight for some reason, oh my God, you you are missing. Get out. that game. I don't know that it's available on any of the 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 virtual consoles, but you can get it for not too expensive. It's not that rare. Yeah, find but, a way to play it. Oh, that game is so good. And I, every time we talk about this, I'm like, why did Mom and Dad throw out the Genesis yep. and all our great games? Oh gosh. All right. So we're to that point in the week now where we're going to play. Uh, we're going to play a little twenty questions. I had an idea for a new game, but it's way too late for that now. So we'll talk about that. Maybe change it up next week. But for now, okay. Uh, I got one for you. Go ahead. All right. Um, before January first, two thousand. Two thousand. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why that. Sorry. <laughs> um, no more bullet. Did we own this game? Yes. Was it 16-bit graphics? Not originally, no. But it came out in some incarnation on a 16-bit system, yes. But that's not the one we owned. We own this game. Okay. No. Three questions. Did we own the 32-bit version? Yeah. It's another. Oh, is it Saturn or 32X? This is a disc-based game that we owned. The version of it that we owned was it disc-based? Yes. I should just ask if it was Saturn. That was a that was a roundabout. All right, we'll come back to that. Um, 
Is this an action game? No. I don't even know why I'm looking at Wikipedia. I pretty much know everything about this game. Um, was it a adventure game? Nope. Was it a... Oh, there's so many genres. <laughs> was it a... It's not action or adventure. Was it... Fighting? Yes. Okay. There's no way this is going to be the the one I had in mind. <laughs> if you were going to ask me the same game, that's hilarious. But keep going. Um, it was a fighting game, possibly for Saturn, that we owned. Um, was it... Digi- that's, that's eight. Was it way. digitized graphics? No. Okay. You're gonna have to change your game now. <laughs> no, I'm I'm already okay. doing it. Mine was well, Ultimate we'll Mortal get, Kombat Three or Mortal Kombat Trilogy. No, we'll get we'll get back to mine. Okay. Um, fighting game for Saturn that we owned. It was not digitized graphics. Good question. Was it polygon graphics? Yes. starting to think this isn't saturn oh wait did i ask if it, i asked if it was disc based you only asked disc based right so it could have been computer you're on 10 right now fighting game that we owned um is the series still active today no 11 wait it was or was not polygon graphics it was it was Okay. Is was everything. Um, were there side now? When I say fighting, that means it means a fighting game. Okay, not like beat 'em up, not streets of rage. Like no, that would, that be, would a beat be a beat 'em up. Okay, Correct. just checking. Yep. Um, you're on eleven. Were there sci-fi elements to this game? Like fireballs and projectiles. No. Twelve. I would call those fantastical elements. That's fine. But that's Um, not in there either. (laughs) Did we own this on the Saturn? Yes. Crap. Thirteen. We just went over this the other week when we did or uh, Bomberman, and I feel like we touched. I mentioned every single Saturn game we ever owned. So why am I not thinking? Of this I don't game? know. Maybe we didn't. You're on thirteen. Um. Did we own any other versions of this game on other systems, like sequels, prequels, whatever? I believe we did. Own a own. Yes, I believe we did. I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah, we did. We did. We did. 14. Was that other version on 32X? Yes, 15. Is this the second game in the series? <laughs> Good job. <laughs> 16. 
Did we? I don't remember. I do kind of remember. All it came with games. the system. Did Just it? Just say it. So did Daytona USA, right? Say it. Because it came in the little Say paper. it. Say it. Virtual Fighter 2. Good job. Whew. What's funny is... That freaking game came out on Genesis. If you don't remember, that's why I was like, yes, originally it is a 32-bit game that they dumbed it down put out on Genesis. I don't think it was polygonal. It was more just like it was a 2D game. But yes, right, you Virtual need, Fighter 2. You need to 2. pull that up on YouTube as I tell you my story. Okay. The game I was going to do, but decided on the way over here, I decided against it because I feel like it would have been up there with Altered Beast and that if you ask the right questions, you can get it in a few questions. Um, what I was going to do was WWF in your house, oh, which is what wow. I was starting to think you were doing, which is why I asked no. if it was digitized graphics. But once you figured out we owned it and it was Saturn and you figured out the genre, then you've already got it. There's the Genesis version. My God. That was really the only appeal of Virtual Fighter was the polygonal, 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 polygonal graphics. Now it's just a 2D, it's it's Street Fighter without the fun moves. That just sounds like a horrible game to play. Virtua Fighter 2, to me, was the pinnacle of the series. Virtua Fighter 1 was really good. 2 was when it got perfect. 3 and 4, I had Virtua Fighter 4 for the PS2. See, I, I don't remember, have it up there, I must have traded it in. But I remember Virtua Fighter 2 in the arcade. Maybe I remember it for Saturn, maybe that's something. But I definitely both. remember it in the arcade. You remember both. But what I don't remember is Virtua Fighter 1 in the arcade. I do. It had but, to exist, but we played but, it mostly, we had that on the Saturn also, I believe. We at least had it, that's what I was saying, we, we had, had that one on the 32X. On 32X. All right, once you asked that, I was like, okay, it's over now. Yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, what was the score before this week? Just two to one? Three to one. Three to one? It's three to two. When did Rocket Knight come out? 93. Okay. That's what I said. You said it was 94. You said 94. Oh, we're going to have to roll this back. I'm about to, I'm about to be up five to one. No. All right. How do you go from three to one? Because I got a, the year right. And B, the fact that I got the year right, right. You said 94 multiple times. I said 90. We're going to roll this back. We're going to roll it back. Um, One of us is going to look like an idiot. (laughs) We will figure out next week. Well, uh, we will talk about it next week. You will. All right, Virtual Fighter Two. All right, I love that game. Uh, so Europe, Europe. America, <laughs> European, European. This is not the time. This is this is when I lose this game. Well, if you have a new idea for a game, this may be the last twenty questions we do. If this other game, no, I can't get with. away from twenty questions unless okay. you know Game Scoop tries to find us like the Fine Brothers do. Those jackasses. Yeah, We're going to trademark react. A holes. Sorry, I'm trying to keep this PG. Did the game come out before January first, two thousand? Originally, you're straddling another freaking no, decade. Uh, yes, it was before nineteen ninety. Okay, I said two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I meant. It's before 2000. No, it's not what you meant. Is this a 16-bit game? No. Is it an 8-bit game? <laughs> yes. Okay. Is it a first-party Nintendo game? N- no. Why, why? I don't like... It was not published or developed by Nintendo. Right. And you know, especially before 1990, what Nintendo games looked like. There were a lot of black box games right, and right, stuff right. like that. Yeah. No. Okay. Is it a Konami game? No, that was stupid. If you didn't know it was no or not. Shoot. (laughs) Is it a platformer? 
No. Six. That sounds like it has platforming elements. Yeah. Six. No, it's not a platformer. Okay. Do you play as a human? Yes. Oh, wait. You said it's not Konami. Is it a Capcom game? No. Oh, it's not Bionic Commando. Oh, that would have been good. Except you would have just figured it out if I did that. Yeah. So I'm glad I didn't do that. Wait, what did you? What game? Bionic Commando. What? Do you, how do you want me to say it? Bionic yes, Commando. You're hitting the bot. You're hitting, you're saying Bionic. 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 It's Bionic Commando. Bionic. Well, that's up to interpretation. I can't <laughs> wait for you to be wrong about Rocket Knight. All right. Um. Is it an action game? Yes. Here we go. I will say yes. Yeah, action game. Did we own it? This is why I talked to you. Uh, this is why I'm, you were talking I'm pretty earlier. sure we did not, but if you told me we did, I wouldn't be too surprised. It's an action game. Did I ask if you play as a human? You did, and you do. Play as a human. It's not first party. It's an action game. It's before 1990, even though I only asked about 2000. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember owning this game, but maybe we did. We certainly have played it a lot. Oh, is oh. it a top-down perspective? It is not. Oh, I was going to go Atari <laughs> Warriors. Oh, wow. You remember that? Oh, yeah. All right, that's 11. It's not top-down. It means it must be side-scrolling because they didn't really have isometric views back then. It's action. It's not first party, but you had to think about it, which means you Don't, so don't. But it means you associated with a Nintendo. Well, I mean, it's the only 8-bit. Master System doesn't right. really count. You play as a human. Yes. We're at 11 questions. This is the one. I will say don't get too hung up on us not owning it because I can't say for sure that we didn't. It almost seems like we would, but I don't remember us owning it. Is it a licensed game? Did it exist before... It was a Nintendo game. Like I'm thinking Back to the Future, stuff right, like that, right, Karate right. Kid. But Karate Kid would be a beat-em-up, I guess. I bet it's an LGN game. Where? Hang on a second. I bet it's an LGN game. If you have to think, then it's probably no, not the well, license property. All of a sudden, I'm like, okay, right there. Um, It is not licensed. Why the heck did you have to look that up? Because all of a sudden, I didn't see... The specific, all the different release dates. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the specific one I was looking for, but it's, I see it. So um, this it. version of the game is the original. It'd be really weird if you did Bomberman. But it later came out on various systems. If you did Bomberman 1 or whatever. <laughs> but, but it's not a top down. I would consider that top down. Yeah, I would too. It's not okay. Don't be, <laughs> don't be a D. Um, All right, we're at eleven. We're at eleven. Action. Not first party. Not license. You play as a human. What was Rygar? Rygar was first party, I think. Do you use a gun as your primary weapon? You do not. Okay. 12. Action, human. 
You don't use a gun. You don't use a gun. We already did Mighty Final Flight, right? Or no, we did River City Ransom. River City Ransom. Mighty Final Flight came out after 1990. But I would also say that was like 19. Not an action game. That yeah, that was right, and that was 94 or 93. Wait a minute. Wait, you play as a human? Correct. Uh, Peter, I'm going to need you to come in on Saturday. Are you taking my picture? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> you just showed me a horrible vine about Taco Bell. It's we a, love you, Taco Bell. If you want to sponsor, uh, shout out to shout my fiance Brittany. She just sent this to me. But hey, Brittany, you got your shout out. It's just the video. This is me after eating Taco Bell, and it's do you use mud coming out of a pipe? It's disgusting. Do you use swords or some type of blade? As your primary weapon. Yes. No, that doesn't really narrow it down. Because <laughs> you know you don't axe, use your fists. Golden Axe was Sega. Zelda 2 obviously wasn't an action game, and you know that's a first-party game, so it's not that, even though it's a side-scroller. All right, yeah, seven left. What did you say? You don't think we owned it? I don't think we did. I'll say... It seems like a game we would have owned, but I, for whatever reason, I don't remember specifically owning this. But we've certainly played it. It was this part of a series. Yes. It's 14. Part of a series. Action. Plays a human. Is it still around today? Um, I'm going to say no, but I will look into that in the meantime. Uh well Technically there was one that came out in 2014. Really? Yeah. Um no, I mean they've been I certainly wasn't aware of it, but there's been 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 of them that have come out in the 2000s. What in the world? Plays a human. You use swords or blades. That's 14. You use swords or blades. It's not top down. It's action. It's kind of first party, but you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, sorry, I put my forehead down on the microphone if y'all heard that. Um, hmm, I might have you here. And you'll be really... Angry with yourself, but it's a game, it's a game I game obviously you... know. Yes, damn. Nine of them came out in the two thousands. With the most yes, but remember, I had to look that up. I was not aware of this, so there's. I mean, you're more into video games than I am, so maybe you knew about this, but I did not. Can't be Wrath of the Black Manta. <laughs> it's um, certainly not the oh! incantations that you would have. Wait a minute, of. but you had to know who made that game. Do you play as a ninja? Yes. Is it the first in the series? Yes. Is it Ninja Gaiden? 
Yes. Oh my God. Whew, at the buzzer. As oh, soon as you said Wrath of the Black Manta, I was like, crap, crap, crap. <laughs> Keep a straight face. I didn't look at your face, but as soon as you said you're more of a video game, because so, yeah, so Ninja Gaiden lived on to Ninja Gaiden Black and Ninja Gaiden Sigma and all this stuff that came out. Yeah, so in the they 2000s, there was difficult and they Ninja were Gaiden, action Ninja games. Gaiden Black, Ninja Gaiden oh, Sigma, Ninja Gaiden Dragon Sword, Ninja Gaiden 2, Sigma 2, 3, 3, Razor's Edge, and then in 2014, Yaiba, colon, Ninja Gaiden Z. Uh, only out in Japan, I would guess. Probably. Okay. That all right? You got it. That okay, became, so did we own that? No. Okay. We rented the hell out of all that, three. Uh, that's of them. I remember One, playing two, and it three. substantially. You, I'm sorry for the audio right now, Sean. <laughs> I just smacked. He the just clothes lined the microphone. <laughs> um, I remember one and three. <laughs> three was amazing. One, I get the. I don't confused. remember two at all. I do not remember two at all, other than we played it. But one and three are the ones that stick out for me. The one level that sticks out to me is you're like up in the clouds. And you're jumping from like skinny little platform to skinny little platform, and there's stupid birds or bats flying around. Yeah. And whenever you get hit, well, you and fly was, backwards and you fall off and die every right. time. Right. And it was a lot like the early Castlevania games where once you jumped, you were you jumping. Go, you, yeah. couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't turn move around. or anything. You were going, right. if you got hit by a Medusa head or something, you were done. You were going off the cliff, whatever. Right. Wow. Maybe we need to keep this going until one of us gets stumped. I thought I may have had you there, but. What did I say that made you? Oh, Wrath of the Black Wrath Manta. Wrath of the Black Manta. I guess just saying that out loud made me think, wait a minute. It's got Ninjas. platforming elements. Once you figured blades. out that you use blades, I was like, well, I think you're going to figure it out. But but who the heck? Was it Tecmo? Tecmo. It was. Okay. Yep. Wow. Yeah, well, right. well, I failed to stump you again. Which I think, I think yours for me was more difficult than Virtual Fighter. Yes, I had a hunch on that one early on, except I forgot that we ever owned it for Saturn. I'm I immediately pretty just sure of, we got it with no, the I, I think you're right. Yeah. But I immediately, I immediately Wait thought of Virtual Fighter 1. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did Daytona and Virtual Fighter 2 come on the same disc, or am I crazy? It was not the same disc. Are you sure? Yes. But, because I remember specifically a Daytona 500 paper sleeve that just straight up said, they may have come... Both maybe in their papers. respective yeah. paper sleeves, but I remember Daytona had its own. Do you want to sing it or do you want me to? Daytona, let's go to win. Oh, I don't remember that part. Let's go away or let's go to win. I just remember Daytona. Virtual Racing was awesome too, but I, I like Daytona better. But Virtual Racing was, it was the first, but I, I would I would like Daytona better. Daytona is probably still my favorite racing game that's ever been made. That but, was great. Wow. All right. Thanks for sticking with us. It's been episode seven. So uh, if you haven't noticed, um, I don't know if we've posted it yet. We've got a new logo. Uh, we, we definitely got a new, we, we got a banner image finally on Twitter, yep. on the twit, on the tweeters and the, the clouds of sound. We got that up there. Uh, we want to give a shout out to, uh, to uh, the nice young lady that helped us out. Yes. Her name is Vicky. I don't know what her name is, but her, I don't either. her screen name is Vicky's Bubble. V-I-C-K-Y-S-B-U-B-B-L-E, one word. Uh, she's on Fiverr. We Fiverr with two R's. Fiverr.com. Uh, we hired her, I yeah. guess, to create uh, some caricatures of us 
Um, so if you take a look at the banner, that is me in the Link outfit, and that is Kevin in the Big Boss outfit. Which so, is funny because Link is supposed to be a short little boy. Right, and he's the tall but skinny Sean's a, t- a tall little boy, and I'm a short little boy, right. so Big Boss is a short little boy in this one. Uh, so shout out to Vicky's Bubble. Thank you for the artwork. We appreciate it. So obviously you can find us on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud now. Um, we're loving it on there. We've gotten some comments and stuff. We're loving it so far. Uh, we're still on Twitcher or <laughs> Twitcher. Twitcher? I'm looking at Stitcher and Twitter at the same time. So Stitcher, we got our, uh, our, our feed update there. Oh, so yeah, we need to say that. If you listen to us on iTunes and you listen to us before on episode five or previous, you need to unsubscribe and then subscribe again to get the new episodes to show up in your feed. Right. iTunes is funny. When we funny. switched over to SoundCloud, yes, that screwed the, up the RSS feed. I, I say and, iTunes, but it's not even really iTunes. It's, it's just, just Apple Podcasts. Apple. Yeah, yeah. So when we switched our RSS feed, that, sc- that screwed everything up. It goofed it. Uh, so unsubscribe, resubscribe. If you're a new listener, thank you for being here. Download us. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on SoundCloud if you could. Give us a review on both or give us comments on both. We really appreciate it. And uh, we, we really thank you guys for being with us through seven episodes. And we will see you again in episode eight. Sean, take us out. Thank you for playing.